necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, look, if you're out car shopping this weekend, come and see me over at LS Autoplex, 2195 Highway 471. We've got a slew of quality pre-owned F-150s, Dodge Rams. Yeah, Dodge Rams. We've got a couple of F-250s also. So if you need a, a three-quarter ton, I got you covered. Uh, we are constantly buying stuff. We just got a nice white Toyota SR5 premium in yesterday. I haven't been through the shop yet, so it's not cleaned up and ready to sell. But I will sell it to you if you want it. We will expedite it. So check us out online, lsautoplex.com. We call it Little Truck City over there because that's what we specialize in is trucks. And hey, we also buy vehicles. So if you're looking to sell yours, you don't want to deal with all the marketplace maniacs and Craigslist crazies. Come by and see me. We'll make you a fair market value offer on it, and we will cut you a check on the spot. Bring your title with you. If you don't have your title, you have a payoff, no problem. Make sure you have your 10-day payoff. Bring all your lien holder information, and we'll get that covered on our end. So it's easy to sell, easy to do business with Ellis Autoplex. Right, hey, if you got bad credit, I have a way to go for you too. So give me a call. If you got enough money down, we can get you financed. I just want to be honest with you. It's going to take some money down if you got bad credit. So that is what it is. You got to pay to play. LSAutoplex.com. All right, here live in the ClayEdwardShow.com studios, I've got Sean Yurkaran with me. I'm getting better at it. Yep, just, man, you're great. Rolling off the tongue now. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to be calling you by your last name. Oh, Yurkaran. Hey, you know, some people do. Some people well, do. You never know. What was your knee's nickname for you for years? Uh, well, at the DA's office, everybody called me Turk. That That's was, it, Turk. Yeah, but I, you know, people still from the DA's office, they call me Turk, and I, and they still do, and I, I joke about that. I said, I, you know, that was cool when I was 28, but I'm like a 43-year-old man. Can we drop the nicknames? I'm, I'm Sean <laughs> at 43. Not, not Turk was cool at 28 when I was, you know, out drinking every night, but 43 when I'm drinking Sleepy Time Tea and watching Netflix, I, I'd rather go by Sean. I, I know. I've dropped V from in front of Clay, too, <laughs> as I've gotten older. Yeah. That's, like, the Clay. The Clay. The Clay, right. It just, it just doesn't fit when you're in your 40s anymore. You're like, it's just, you're not as cool. Well, me and all my friends thought we were rappers. Uh, we didn't actually rap or anything like that, but we thought we were rappers, and we th- we thought we were like No Limit Records and stuff. And one of my friends called me C-Note for years. Actually, two of them did. And it all started out as a joke. One night, a buddy of mine called me. He's like, um, he's like, uh, what are we going to do tonight? I said, I don't know. I got a $100 bill. We can go out and party. You might as well call me C-Note because mm. a C-Note's a $100 bill. Right, sure. And uh, it just stuck, unfortunately. <laughs> That's they, so, they, Nobody calls you that anymore. Uh, still to this day, my buddy Sonny Evans uh, and Bucky Combs still call me C-Note. 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 I can't so. shake the Turk thing with a group of my buddies. They still like, hey, Turk. And I, one of my buddy's sons uh, works for me in the afternoon. And he's uh, 18. And he calls me Mr. Turk. Mr. And I'm like, okay, okay. It's like, evolved. It's evolved into Mr. Turk now. It was Turk when I was cool in my 20s. Well, I don't know if I was cool or whatever, but you know, it was Turk, and then now it's uh, Mr. Turk in my 40s. So. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, you know, it was funny. Even funnier about the C note thing is that hundred dollars wouldn't take us far tonight. No, no, it would not. But you know, quarter pitchers and and nickel beer. Right, it, it, it would get you. It get you a long way at the edge back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. I could still go to Martin's though and, and get out of there with uh, under a hundred bucks. So that's about it for that's, one person. For me, just for me, just for yeah, me. I mean, a yeah. hundred bucks would get us in, get us loaded. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole nine yards. For yeah, three, three or four of us. You know, now, no, 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 no. If you did two people, it's it's definitely everything's over hundred bucks. Man, you can't even go to a Mexican restaurant now for two people and spend less than fifty without drinks. Yeah, easy. I'm kind of mad. Those fajitas say eleven dollars on the menu <laughs> times two. 
Where where does the fifty dollars come from? I don't get it. The, the queso gets you every time. Yeah, they, they, yeah, everybody has to go get queso. I yeah. mean, they probably charge like twenty bucks for that. And you don't even know because everybody just says, "Oh, I'll have, do you want the cheesecake?" Of course I do. No yeah. one says no. And I always ask for extra sour cream with the fajitas. I bet you that's five dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that, right. That, that first spoonful, the first hit's for free. The second one's where we get you. That's where they get you. And then the margaritas depends on where you got. You got to know where which one you're going to. Like if you go to El Charo in Lakeland, that's across from my office. It's reasonable. You can have three or four. But if you go to like some places like, oh, man, the margarita was $14 a margarita. Yeah, you get into the fancier names that don't have L in front of them. Oh, the like, elitist Mexican restaurants, like what I call them. Right, yeah, that's like, like the elitist Mexican you, restaurants. You better be ready to spend some money. That's what's going to happen. I don't do the elitist Mexican restaurants. I think Mexican restaurants are not supposed to be elitist yeah. places. If it's got L or La in front of it, it's usually pretty affordable. Right, right, yeah. But, but, if, it, but if it's like a, a if it's like sombrero or whatever, that place is, you know, you got to yeah. wear a tie. If it's got like, a swanky single name <laughs> you're gonna pay more that's right. it's gonna be good i'm not knocking them oh yeah no it's means. great it's just expensive right yeah. they, they they up, they upgrade the fajitas from flank steak to sirloin yeah that's it it's it's a it's it's, it's a nice place absolutely all right so look, let's jump into this man sure you there's a story that you, you kind of you're really got you interested it's the uh cindy hyde smith blocks biden judge pick yeah. for mississippi over trans rights and uh soros pack sure. bring us up to speed on this because i already know that if he was pro-trans i'm anti him yeah i know i get you this is a, a story about scott Colum, who's the da over in uh, starkville columbus district i think that's the 16th circuit court districts my buddies all worked over there i'm sure they'd kick me if i didn't get the number right anyway um and he's been the da he was elected i believe in 2015 um i've known him for many years we're friends on facebook and those guys he's a great wonderful guy terrific district attorney um he was a black guy that has won in a majority white district two times last time i believe he was actually unopposed this time i think he's only opposed because everybody thought he was gonna get the federal judgeship mike mills a judge in the northern district of mississippi had i think took senior status or maybe retired and and scott was supposed to fill his spot and they're waiting on the, the republican senators have to issue i believe what's called a blue slip and Roger Wicker turned his in and was okay with it. And Cindy Hyde-Smith has been sitting on it for at least six to eight months, as far as I know, what I've been hearing. And she decided finally that she's not going to turn it in. And she's basing it on the fact that, you know, he's a Soros-backed district attorney and that he had signed a letter regarding to uh, transgender rights, which the letter said in summary that they weren't going to prosecute people that conducted gender-affirming surgery. I believe that's the substance of it. Yeah. Well, uh, on minors. On minors, excuse me. Yes, right, right. You, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Big, bigger topic here. Mm-hmm. Why would you do a f- gender-affirming care on somebody who's not old enough to make that decision legally themselves? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, of course, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm Sean, the lawyer, a former lawyer, right? And, sure. And, and, uh, so I don't know what the medical necessity of that is I, to me obviously in face value it sounds ridiculous like why would you perform a surgery on minors like that shouldn't they have to be an adult but i again i'm not a doctor i think that would be a question that you know you'd have to get asked a doctor but if there was some sort of medical necessity now as far as i've read the, what they're claiming to be a medical necessity is a suicide rate i think that may be right well the suicide rate goes up exponentially after the yeah after the surgery, it's like fifty percent. Sure, when sure. they when they realize, oh crap, the Facebook likes, the TikTok tweets, or mm-hmm. whatever, all the social contagion side of this has gone away. Yeah, now I'm stuck, right? And I'm confused, and I've done the most extreme thing I can possibly do to myself and still be alive, mm-hmm. and nobody cares anymore. Well, the I'm, love and affirmation's done. Yeah, I mean, but is it, those two that issue and the I think the issue about. Uh, 
you know, a transgender man playing women's sports has been kind of the big hot topic issues, right? My question, Clay, to this is, and I know I'm probably on the alternate side of you on it, is, is why is this in the public discourse? I don't, I mean, let's take it this way. In 2019, did you, have you ever even heard of these transgender issues? I don't, I don't remember discussing this. Why has this become the, the issue du jour of America right now? I just feel like there's a lot of focus on attacking a group of people um, to, for, to make political points. Well, it's a lot of focus. Okay, so the other side of it. Right. And I love having these conversations yeah. because we can have a real conversation. I'm not trying to change your mind. You're not trying to change Sure. Mind. We're just asking questions here. Um, I feel like it's being shoved down my throat from every direction uh, in, in the world. Every but time, who's every shoving time, it down your throat? Is it the transgender the, people themselves the, this, this or transgender, the, the This transgender agenda. Mm-hmm. I refer to it as the LGBTQ plus agenda. Right. I have, and I, I always clarify this and I'm, cause I don't want to be taken out of context. I have no problem with, with gay stuff at, at all. 100% never have, never will plenty of gay friends. I, I'm referring to the agenda itself and the agenda itself is, um, the, the drag queen story time at school. It's pushing this narrative to kids. It's telling parents that you don't have the right to decide if you're if your four year old decides they want their they're a transgender whatever mm-hmm. that and they want to have gender affirming surgery, the parents can be arrested in some states if they try to block it. There's a there's a dad in Texas mm-hmm. who's the mother of the child, a minor, moved to California to have because it's a gender affirm a gender surgery sanctuary, however you want to say that, gender affirming surgery right. san- sanctuary or whatever. Okay. The father cannot stop this from happening i haven't read about that yeah and i forget the name this was a big case a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. i have real problems with that i have real problems with uh, the state getting involved in 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 these surgeries and now and now uh biden and them are coming out saying on like title nine anybody that gets federal funding Mm -hmm. any school that gets federal funding that you can't stop and I, i had this conversation with my friend the other day uh, and for people who get confused with the transgender stuff, a transgender man is a biological woman. A transgender woman is a biological man. Okay. So <clears throat> just reverse it. Right. If it's man, it's woman. If it's woman, it's man. Gotcha. So they're saying transgender women mm-hmm. who are biological men, you have to allow them to play sports with biological women. Okay. That's not fair. Right. That's That affects scholarships. That affects championships. That affects everything. Yeah, I mean, I think outside of this, I said those are the two issues I actually agree with you on is the gender-affirming surgery for minors is is not correct and and playing of sports and those things. But is the transgender community pushing this on us, or is this just somebody? I feel like the left and the right are pushing. I I feel like the transgender... The community is actually getting victimized well, by, major by being made a political pawn in this game. These That's major corporations like. are being rewarded through this ESG stuff mm-hmm. and all of that to push these agendas and to open up all these doors and making it a bigger deal than it should be. If somebody wants to, if somebody's transgender, and God bless the, the, a true transgender person, mm-hmm. people who were born with the dysphoria, yeah, gender, gender dysphoria, right? Gender dysphoria. Sure. God, God bless them, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, nobody's talking about them, right? Um, we're talking about people who feel trapped in their body but i also feel like this is a big social contagion deal right are you familiar with the with the term no go ahead explain that one to me social contagion um i feel like this is being everybody suddenly being transgender every celebrity suddenly having a transgender child Mm. 
This is a it's a social like when it's, it's cool trendy. to be gay. I've heard it, it, yeah, exactly. I've heard a lot of, a lot of like, gay friends of mine tell me that that like right now it's fashionable to be gay. Yeah, same, that, same yeah. concept. Oh, they're doing it. Everybody's doing it. It must be cool, right? Kind right. of thing. Um, I, I, on the flip side, we could take like a right wing social contagion, uh, a bit of the MAGA movement. You mm-hmm. could say it's kind of a social contagion. Sure, yeah. You know, I mean, just everybody to, wants to be in a militia now, right? I mean, they're like, I'm, a, I'm part of this. I'm an oath keeper. I'm, a, you know, I want to be part of a militia because yeah. it's cool to be in a militia. Yeah, so no, it's, it's not the 18th century anymore. Same concept. Right. Right. You know, it's like it's, they're doing it, and I and I tend to agree with what they're doing. I like the way all that looks. So they'll look. They're getting a bunch of positive attention. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the on the right side. We have a lot of grifters over yep. here, you know, people who jump into it and they're suddenly right wing and they're good. They're really good speakers and talkers. So they, they start a podcast and people are probably like, Clay, are you looking in a mirror? <laughs> right. right, right. I've, I've always been right wing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, so it's a bit of a social contagion back to the initial point. There. Sure. I, no, that's actually I, I've, I've, I didn't know there was a term for it, but uh, I've had that discussion with people before that this is like certain things are like I'm going to do this to be cool. I get that, but I, I think in in that though, I feel like the transgender community is getting victimized by both sides. Like the left is pushing this certain agenda, and then the right is passing bills left and right, making this a bigger issue than than it is, and and like everybody's using them as a political pawn right now to get what they want. And well, I think that's that, that's unfortunate for them. Is my problem. Well, okay, so I, I try to have some perspective here and say that there's always this loud minority mm-hmm. that comes across like they speak for the whole, yeah. the whole side, whatever side of the argument you're on. There's always the, loud, everything. Right. the loud minority. And with the transgender stuff, there's an extremely loud uh, minority of these people who are the transgenders mm-hmm. that keep telling us, if you're not our ally, you're our enemy. Well, right. I don't want to agree with this stuff, but I don't care what you do to you. Let's take a call real quick. Sure. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey. Ricardo. Just calling up, just listening to you guys. I'm doing some paperwork. Um, I think I take a different, but I think I take, well, I know I take your position, Clay, but your guest is talking about being shoved down the transgender's um, throat. Maybe you should have a little daughter who's going in the bathroom at eight years old and having a 19-year-old guy come in there and swip out their slong and saying that I now identify as a female, who's getting what shoved down their throat at that point? And we have got to quit using the term shoved down throats when describing this transgender and, and LGBT well, stuff. I, that and, was what was said. No, no, I, 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 I know. That, that wasn't pointed at you. That was pointed at me. I know I opened up that. I opened up Pandora's box there. No, hey, look, great point. we got to take a break real quick. Sean's going to answer that on the other side. Well, he probably can't, but anyway. I appreciate it, brother. All right, let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back with Sean's rebuttal. Welcome back in. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the com studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. Hey, fathers of young daughters, to this conversation that we're having, uh, what a great time to get your kids involved in uh, children's jiu-jitsu. And you can do this at Gracie South. they got two different locations, uh, one in Madison on Ridgecrest Drive and one in Pearl on Fairmont Avenue. And hey, man, it's way more than just a, uh, just children's jiu-jitsu. They have uh, adult jiu-jitsu taught under Hoist, Gracie, Black Belt, Chance Shepard, Fitness kickboxing, a great non-monotonous workout. Also, as I mentioned, kids jiu-jitsu. Going to help your kids with confidence, mental focus, and bully prevention. Also, women. This is a big one here, especially if you know in and around Jackson, in and around these high-crime areas. 
women's uh, only self-defense classes taught with a female instructor. So there's a no male intimidation environment. Some of the perks they offer at Gracie, at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing are a 6,000-square-foot facility, 2,400 square feet of training mats, showers, private changing areas, locker rentals, gi, and laundry service, as well as, uh, as I mentioned, the two locations. Check them out online at graciesouth.com. And uh, your first week is free. And if you mention that you heard it on the Clay Edwards Show, after that first week, you're going to get 20% off your membership stuff. So check them out and uh, get ready to be a badass. All right. Here on the radio with me, I got Sean Yurkaran. And Sean, let's just jump right back into it. Sure. Last caller mentioned the if you're a father of a daughter who mm-hmm. has to go to the bathroom with these nut jobs, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that was exactly what I was going to say. He kind of beat me to it. Um, as a father, and my daughter was, you know, still in school, mm-hmm. still in elementary school, when this whole thing got kicked up in North Carolina. That's where this whole— Back in, like, 2014 or so. Right? That's where this that whole battleground, this transgender battleground got started, if my memory serves me correct, was North Carolina bathrooms. Something like that, right. Right. And <clears throat> that's the way it was packaged and sold to us, mm-hmm. was there's going to be— dudes pretending to be girls just for the sake of it in the bathrooms with our little girls. Hell no, there ain't. You know what I mean? And I mean, I think to a man, any father out there, regardless of political leanings, when you get, when it comes down to nutcracking time, nobody wants that situation for their daughters. Right. Uh, But I think you just said something great, pretended to be the issue. Has, and my question to listeners is, has anybody actually gone to the bathroom with a transgender person or had their daughter be in the bathroom with a transgender woman who's, who's a man. Has that ever been an actual issue that you have faced in your life? The next question I'd ask yourself is, how many transgender people do you personally know? And not even, that you personally know, or even, I mean, make that easier, that you've met before. And I think, and this is my greater point, Clay, we're making this into an issue that it isn't. And I think that's because the left and the right are using them as a political pawn and playing it out for their advantages. And that, I think that's kind of that's unsettling for that group of people. Because nobody, I guarantee you, no nobody we know has ever had a situation where they're like, man, my daughter was in the bathroom with a transgender woman, and it was scary. That's just never happened to anybody we know. I'm willing to bet on that. But maybe if somebody wants to call in and say that's happened to them, we'd be glad to listen to you. All right, phone lines are lit up. Let's go. Hey, you're back on there, brother. Hey, man. Sean. Do they nickname you Melba Toast because you're weak as you can be? Do you even keep up with the news of what happened in Virginia with the girl that was assaulted twice when the school board stuff that went on and when they started targeting parents who were complaining to the school boards? So you never know anyone has had that happen. I, I How don't. many of these are reported? Okay, I know. But here's, Do you? Let, me just, let me just settle the science real quick pretending if you have a slong you're pretending to be a woman in the story. have you ever met anybody that's transgender i have met them multiple times have you ever gone to the bathroom with what? them or i don't have to because i go in the men's restroom okay, okay? well i mean has a transgender man ever gone to the bathroom with you a woman going into the men's bathroom with me Right. That's what I'm, uh, I'm usually at the stall, so if they're, they're not. They're usually squatting I'm just, because they're a woman. I'm just saying, is this so a problem that you've kick, ever here's faced? My here's my kicker. Here's my kicker okay. on this. Okay. You're pretending as long as you're carry. You're you're pretending. So you said, "Oh, pretending to be a transgender." Guess what? You ain't got one. You ain't one. And you're sitting there trying to ride down the middle. Oh, I have transgender friends. I have this. 
you man, just your nickname's Melba. I didn't say I had transgender but, friends. I just said that they're being victimized. I don't. I don't know any transgender people either. I looks like you. I don't know any. You know, I don't know any transgender. Oh, hey, they're not being victimized. They're causing every no one else to be victimized because of their mental disorder. It's a because they're pretending to be a woman or pretending to be a man when they're not. If they go and get the addictomy or chop the things off. Then they can talk, but until they're car- if they're carrying the sexual organs of another thing, they're not a woman and they're not a man. Uh, but what does so that have to do with the bathrooms? Question. I'm just trying to like the, the, the bathroom I'm, issue. The, two, the girl that got raped in in, in Virginia that happened. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, look it up. I'm gonna look it up oh, after yeah, the that, show. Well, that was the big you, one. That was the one that got if you don't know what it is, it's all over the news. Hey, hey brother, I got to take one. another call. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, that was a big one. Same kid raped two different girls at two mm-hmm. different schools, and that's why you have a whole other governor there in Virginia now. Let's take another call real quick. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're on there. Yeah, good morning. Um, I think the the real issue here is. Hey, John, real quick, you're gonna have t- you got two yeah, t- two the, minutes. The real issue two minutes. Is, is everybody has a right to pursue life, liberty, and happiness, whether you're transgender, whether you're a woman wanting to be a man. The the real issue here is parents. And if a parent allows their child to have transgender surgery or what have you, that's their right as a parent. And if they've consulted their physician, that should be between that parent, that child, and their physician. It should not be the government stepping in. Now, if you're a conservative, as you say you are, you want the government out of your business. That should be between as long as there's a parent and they consult their physician, that should be their business. Now, this issue of the transgender person being the boogeyman let me tell you who the boogeyman is the boogeyman is the is the man that you see every day that heterosexual male that's the boogeyman that's the guy i worry about wouldn't that make you the boogeyman that's what i'm saying guys that look like me we're the boogeyman we're the ones that go out and we commit these heinous crimes there are men heterosexual men that abuse and violate women that pretend to be women and go in the bathroom john john do you do you you have a daughter i've heard you talk about your daughter i do uh do you want a transgendered woman who's actually a man in the bathroom with your daughter okay i just answered that question for you clay a man does not belong in a in any female bathroom but your 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 rapists are heterosexual males the boogeyman is the what, guy, racist? No, see, we're going to stop it there. We're not talking about race. You said you're racist or heterosexual males. That is not what we're talking about. That, that, that we're not going to take this that direction. Let's take a break real quick. We're going to come back, land the plane for the day. And uh, we got them fired up this morning. The phone lines are jammed up. Let's go straight to a call real quick to close out the show. Hey, caller, you going there? You got about one minute. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying that like, I understand the transgender stuff. Uh, nobody wants a dude in the bathroom, but. I don't know when the last time people have been in a women's bathroom, but they're all stalled. So ain't nobody whipping out nothing. And I mean, I don't want to repeat the, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> the phrase. Yeah, gotcha. but yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think the fear is them. I think the fear is them uh, physically, physically attacking a girl. I don't think it's just you know, hey, look, look over here next to me. You know, I think it's physically attacking as a as a father. And then the, that's my concern. The, uh, the thing that the guy brought up in Virginia, the girl had sex with that guy twice. Yeah, but that guy also raped a girl in the bathroom and raped another one in the bathroom, pretending to be a no, girl. No, I'm saying, no, he raped the girl that he had sex with twice. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they had a consensual sex relationship. 
Yeah, but he raped a separate girl at a different school, too. He he had two different situations. Mm, okay. I mean, I'm going to have to look that one up, too. But, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. All right, brother. I got to jump. Yeah. All, right. All right, Sean. Closing out, man. We uh, we stepped on a stick of dynamite there. <laughs> yeah. On the yeah. landmine there at the end. I we knew we kind of would, though. I knew that, you know, I'm going to defend the transgender community, and that's not going to make a lot of people happy, but. And I'm gonna, you know, but I'm not here to make people happy, Clay. Well, it's, it's, it's like I, me either. I, I see you've, uh, I see you've officially been welcomed to the, uh, to the fan club over there. Yeah, someone just threatened me while we we're on air, so that was nice. Yep, uh, hey, you were officially part of the. I've patched you in. I've given Sean a Clay Edwards show sticker and a Save Jackson. Drank sticker. the blood of the deer. You know, that's yep. the, that's what, it's, that's what's going on. Look, man, we're gonna have these tough conversations. Sean will be with me every Wednesday, seven to nine, and uh, that's kind of the, we were gonna do law call, but we're gonna go whatever direction the party takes us. And uh, that's what we'll do. So, look, coming up next, Jim Thorne, followed by Jameson. See y'all Monday. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.